Good evening, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I hope everybody enjoyed their long weekend, even though it was mostly cold and wet here in Delaware, but we did enjoy a very nice uh, Monday yesterday, about 73 degree temperatures and the sun was shining. So that was, that was a little gift uh, for the long weekend. But I uh, just want to say uh, good evening. Welcome back to all our faithful listeners and welcome and hello to any of our first time guests. We're so happy that you've joined us tonight. Um, by way of a couple reminders, I've got a couple tonight before uh, we get on with our lesson. Um, I just wanted to reiterate that we do broadcast seven, I'm sorry, <laughs> every Tuesday through Saturday, six nights a week at 7 p.m. But tomorrow we're going to be holding a duly called business meeting at our regular time, 7 p.m., but it will be on uh, a Zoom meeting. And so for our Newark UPC uh, listeners tonight, please just go to newarkupc.info is one way you can log into the Zoom meeting for tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. And there's a card that says duly called business meeting and the link will be there. That's how you can find that. Um, for uh, our other uh, first time listeners tonight, newarkupc.info is um, uh, where you can find out all about our church and our digital format and uh, things like participating in giving, participating in small groups, uh, you can find the card there to get involved in a small group. We are meeting, uh, doing our small groups through Zoom meetings, and we'll continue to do so, at least for our lessons. And so we'd like to invite you to uh, check us out on newarkupc.info. So speaking of small groups, a uh, reminder to all that we do have small groups this week. That means tonight and Thursday. Uh, there will be small groups following the lesson tonight at 7.30. So be sure to uh, be ready to hop onto your small group after our lesson. All right. I think I checked all the boxes. Um, and so I get the opportunity this evening to introduce our topic, our theme for the next two weeks, not only this week, but next week's theme as well. Um, and that is that we're going to be studying teams in the Bible, uh, both the ones that were failures and the successful ones. This week, we're going to be focusing on uh, teams that have failed. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That was our reminder for um, our business meeting for tomorrow. And so we get to focus on teams. Uh, and this week we'll be focusing on the ones that failed. Um, one thing that we want to kind of get through to our uh, to uh, all of us in the next two weeks is that it's obvious that God not only decided to use humans, humanity, us, his church, to uh, accomplish his mission in this world, but he also um, chose to do a lot of that through 
the work of teams. And so we see uh, one of our prime examples being Jesus, you know, of course, uh, Jesus being God didn't have to uh, use anybody or have anybody help him in spreading the gospel message in his earthly ministry and beyond that. But Jesus even worked in a team with uh, the 12 disciples that he had selected. And so um, that's not who I'm focusing on tonight, but uh, God uses and believes in the work of teams. We all know the saying, teamwork makes the dream work. And that's often true. But we know that teams have pros and cons, just like anything. Um, and so uh, I think that in these next two weeks, we'll kind of kind of learn and, and uh, see through the scriptures how God kind of thinks in the same vein. It's, uh, teamwork makes that dream work. So I, I'm a proponent of teams. I love teams. I've been uh, on a team my whole life, so to speak. I'm, a, I'm in the multiple world. I'm a twin. And so, um, you know, fortunately, I've grown up with a very positive and good relationship with my sister. Uh, but I know that that's not true for all sets of twins or multiples um, that, you know, so that's kind of shows in the multiple world, you see that you see that some uh, teamwork can be strong and successful and other teamwork can uh, be a disaster or fall apart. Um, and not to mention all of us at Newark UPC, teamwork is not uh, foreign to us. It's not a new concept. Uh, our uh, pastoral team and leadership has been operating as a team for some years now. And that's just one example of teams that, teams that have existed at Newark UPC. And so teams is the theme. Uh, and let's get, get uh, to our topic tonight then. Tonight, I want to talk about the very first team that God created, Adam and Eve. So as we just head into this lesson, would you just join me uh, in a quick word of prayer that God bless tonight? We got a lot going on this week, uh, our small groups, and also um, God have his way in our meeting tomorrow. And so let's just lift up our voices for one second, if you wouldn't mind, and just ask the Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for our opportunity to gather in your presence tonight. As I'm quickly trying to work through this lesson, we've got something to look forward to our small groups tonight. And we've got some exciting business to talk about tomorrow night as a church. And Lord, just ask your blessing upon our teachers this evening uh, and, and our participants, Lord, and our small groups, Lord. Open our hearts and minds to your word and all that you have for us tonight. And we thank you for your bountiful spiritual feast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sometimes it's just good to to give God uh, some prayerful attention there. But um, it is going to be fun to work th through these next two weeks. So happy to do that with you. And so we're going to land in Genesis chapter two. Um, and I'm going to be reading some select verses. I'm not reading a big chunk for time's sake tonight. But Genesis chapter two, let's start in uh, verse seven. And this is the account of God's creation of the first team, uh, Adam and Eve. Um, and this just kind of kind of uh, uh, gives us the context in which I want to settle tonight. So verse 7 says, The Lord God formed the man from the soil of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Verse 15, 
The Lord God took the man and placed him in the orchard in Eden to care for it and to maintain it. Then the Lord God commanded the man, you may freely eat fruit from every tree of the orchard, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will surely die. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a companion for him who corresponds to him. Verse 21 says, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was asleep, he took part of the man's side and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the part he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. Then the man said, this is one at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and unites with his wife and they become one family. I wanted to read that verse for that, uh, that coming together aspect of individuals in a team. And then verse 25 just says the man and his wife were both naked, but they were not ashamed. And so in chapter two, um, it's established that Adam and Eve were created by God, one for another. And God saw it fit that they be together to accomplish what he wanted them to accomplish. Tend over the earth and the land, name the animals and, and such things like that. Whatever God had for them at that time. Um, we know it was a perfect world. We know it was a sinless world. We know it was a, um, a, a, a beautiful world to exist in. And they, they walked with God or God walked with them, the scriptures say. So we're not really sure. There's, there's no sense of time that's given to us as the readers of how long Adam and Eve lived peacefully and well and, and successfully as this team. Um, so for a while, I think we can safely assume whatever that time is that Adam and Eve Eve made a pretty good team. But then we get to chapter three and uh, something breaks down for them in the Garden of Eden's dream team, as I've called them. Uh, and what was once a successful team becomes a failure on epic levels. And so let's read. We're just going to read a, a portion out of chapter three, verses one through 13. Let's read what happens. Now the serpent was shrewder than any of the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, is it really true that God said you must not eat from any tree of the orchard? The woman said to repent, we may eat of the fruit from the trees of the orchard. But concerning the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the orchard, God said, you must not eat from it and you must not touch it or else you will die. The serpent said to the woman, surely you will not die, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree produced fruit that was good for food, was attractive to the eye and was desirable for making one wise, she took some of its fruit and ate it. And then the eyes of both them opened and they knew they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God moving about in the orchard at the breezy time. 
of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the orchard. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? The man replied, I heard you moving about in the orchard and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And the Lord God said, who told you that you were naked? The man said, the woman whom you gave me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. So the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman replied, the serpent tricked me and I ate it. So in the next few minutes tonight, I want to turn our attention to a couple observations that I think are imperative um, to a successful team dynamic. And because they were dropped in the story of Adam and Eve, because Adam and Eve didn't exercise these two things I want to focus on, it caused them to ultimately fail. The first is responsibility. And specifically tonight, I want to talk about personal or individual responsibility. Um, I wanted to read through most of their story so that we could kind of see the characters and what was happening between them. Um, and you can see as you read through Genesis chapter three, kind of this breakdown between the characters within it. So a team is is a, a, a group or makes is consisted of at least two people or more. Got to have at least two people for a team. So working in a team doesn't negate uh, any of, of an individual's personal responsibility, okay? Eve was responsible for the instructions that she knew about. Adam was also individually responsible for the instructions that they were both given by God. They both had a responsibility to uphold what they knew, the knowledge that they knew, the instructions that they were both given. So my point here is while a team is made up, a team is consists of people, plural, two or more. Um, it's it, it, you're still an individual when you are part of a team and each individual is personally responsible for themselves and for their own actions. That's how a team can operate when it's made up of individuals. And the second word I want to focus tonight on is accountability. So accountability of and within between members of a team. So accountability is a positive. It's a pro in the pro and cons list of a team. And it's, it's, it's a pro of component of team ministry. Um, but, you know, accountability only works if it's applied, if it's practiced by the team. It's nice in theory. It's a good concept in theory. It seems to kind of uh, keep teams from problems or help teams to at least solve problems. But theories have to be applied in order for them to have any impact on a team. Accountability is that checks and balance system within a team. It's very, very important to the success of a team, of a healthy team, of a, of a growing team. So if there's accountability between individuals on a team, then naturally less can go wrong. Or if things do go wrong, there's support there and plans to be able to work through it as a team. But when it's not practiced, 
and it's left in that kind of theoretical, oh, that's a nice concept, then you can expect to encounter problems and breakdowns in the dream work of the teamwork. Not so much dream work anymore. And that's what we kind of read in that chapter three synopsis of Adam and Eve's uh, teamwork, this breakdown of accountability. Um, they didn't hold each other accountable to the instructions that they had been given by God to um, stay away from a certain tree in the entire Garden of Eden. Who knows how large it was, but I'm sure it was large and beautiful uh, area that they could um, that they lived in. And um, so instead of being accountable and helping each other and stopping one another from eating of the forbidden tree, Adam saw it as an opportunity to indulge in something that he had been desiring, or at least we know he was curious enough about it, and Eve as well. Um, so Adam and Eve both individually uh, responsible for their own knowledge, or should have been, um, in that knowledge and responsibility, they should have held each other accountable to that. So their checks and balance system was left untouched and unused. And so that sin that occurred in the garden happened. Uh, they did that as a team. They dropped the ball together as a team. Now they did do that as a team. Not, not, not the part we want though for them to do together. So when the, the ball is dropped and responsibility and accountability, these two words I'm kind of focusing on tonight, when those are absent, uh, there are consequences. And, you know, that's kind of an obvious statement, uh, but consequences are not individual when it comes to a team. The team has to face the consequences together. And that's important to acknowledge when you're working on a team and a part of something. So to act individually isn't acting like a team. It's acting like an individual. Um, again, another, well, Captain Obvious, Meg, like that's an obvious statement. But, you know, it happens more than you think on teams. So think about the dynamics of, you know, kind of one of the most obvious teams in any culture, marriage. Okay. A marriage is a union between two people. Uh, bringing the two lives together, as we kind of read in um, uh, chapter two there of Genesis. Um, and it brings these two individuals together who, who, and they have to decide how to approach life and whatever lies ahead in it together. It's not an individual effort. It's two individuals making a team effort. So, you know, no one gets married uh, to continue living the single life. I mean, that that's just 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 a silly idea. Um, and so, you know, as I was preparing for this lesson, and the team had uh, when we were preparing our our thoughts and and uh, uh, doing our brainstorming sessions uh, a couple weeks back, and I got this lesson on this day and this topic. It's funny to me because tomorrow, Arash and I will be celebrating our ninth anniversary. Um, and so I just thought it was funny. Here I am talking about teamwork and, you know, Adam and Eve, the first team and this first couple. And tomorrow we'll be celebrating nine years. So they may be nine imperfect years. I'm sure Arash can say amen. But, um, you know, 
maybe God was just validating our marriage because when you read the story of Adam and Eve and this epic failure, I feel like Arash and I have a really good chance in a strong marriage when you look at what happened between Adam and Eve. So praise the Lord. The Lord was probably trying to throw me, throw some encouragement my, my way. Uh, and so Arash, if you're listening, and I know you will at some point, he's got kid duty right now. Sometimes he's able to listen while doing the kid duty when I'm on here. Sometimes he listens later. Whenever you're listening, I think we're doing pretty good. Read, read the story of Adam and Eve and, and you will too. It'll lighten your spirit. So um, we've got something to celebrate tomorrow. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Okay. Thank you for the word of God. Amen. Uh, but on a more serious note, okay, um, you know, I can tell you this, that when there's, you know, between Arash and I, when, when there's unrest in our marriage, it's often because of this very thing that, you know, we're talking about tonight. Um, even if it's just the appearance of one of us, you know, misunderstanding of one of us feeling like the other one's kind of flying solo on a decision or something like that, that, you know, we really should be making together. or We really are a team. And how come it feels like, you know, we're imbalanced right now. It, it, that, that can cause a lot of unrest, you know, in a team and problems. If it, if it goes that far, you know, we're supposed to be a team. We're supposed to act like a team. So when one is not upholding, their uh, individual responsibility on that team, it's felt by the whole team. Um, so when one person acts for themselves, for oneself, it affects the whole. Um, that's a concept that can be applied to a lot of things. And the problem with uh, Eve and then Adam's ultimate decision also to take of the fruit of the, of the forbidden tree uh, was that they acted out of self-gain. You can't act out of self-gain when you're on a team um, because it's not about self. And each individual has something to give to a team. But when we act selfishly, that breaks down the team dynamic. So, you know, for Adam and Eve, their ears were perked at the idea of being like God as the serpent, you know, kind of reminded uh, Eve, well, no, you, you'll be like God. Isn't that, you know, perked her curiosity and that desire within her to think, oh, well, what would that be like? I, I mean, I, maybe, maybe I should. And so she did. Um, and they wanted something to gain for themselves. Um, so they weren't thinking like a team. And a team has to think through the lens of a team. So I think that the story tonight of Adam and Eve is a really good example of how acting individually out of one's own self-gain or for one's self-gain um, can cause pretty major consequences for a team as a whole. And again, team dynamics consequences can be positive ones or negative ones. And in our examples this week, we're going to be looking at the negative consequences. I mean, Adam and Eve's consequences were pretty severe because we all we're all still affected by their decision. So wow, that's that's pretty that's a pretty pretty failed team right there. If we think about it. So tonight as we're coming up on uh, our small groups this evening, I'm gonna wrap up with this final observation is that, you know, in the end of chapter three, God is faithful to Adam and Eve, to this team. 
even in their epic fail. And we read how, you know, in their nakedness, they were ashamed and um, that God provides clothing for them. And, um, you know, their story doesn't actually end with epic failure. Uh, it, I'm sorry, doesn't doesn't end with ultimate failure. It is an epic failure. But, um, you know, this team didn't didn't have to split. This team didn't have to dissolve or the results were weren't that they had to dissolve. You know, um, this the the team that we're studying tonight. Um, it, you know, it didn't start so bad for them. Like we had read uh, in the beginning, they for quite some time. We don't know how long they successfully walked in the garden and tended to what God asked them to do for for some time. Um, so it didn't start bad for them. And then they did a big, you know, uh, downfall uh, with. Uh, the Garden of Eden and eating of the fruit of the tree. But, um, and it was consequences that they had to live with for the rest of their lives. But Adam and Eve's story goes on and, you know, to populate the earth and do the things that God had uh, told them that they would do. So in this week, there'll be some teams that failed and dissolved because of it. Uh, but we'll also read about some that take these dips and perhaps don't necessarily have to break up or dissolve as a as a, a result. So this overarching theme for the next couple of weeks being um, that God often uses teams to accomplish his mission in this world. Um, and we can learn examples from the failures and we can learn examples from the successes as well. And so tonight we saw this negative consequence, when there's a, a, a lack of individual responsibility within a team and a lack of practicing accountability within a team as well. So I would just say, uh, as I close tonight, let's be open to what God would have us learn with this uh, theme for the next two weeks and what we hear from our um, handful of teachers that will, bring, will be bringing us the word. So that's it. We're on 726. Want to give our uh, everybody a chance to um, hop on to our small groups tonight. We thank you so much for giving us your time tonight and tuning in with us. Um, I pray that everybody have a blessed evening and a wonderful week. And we'll see you uh, at Newark UPC tomorrow night for our duly called business meeting at 7 p.m. Thank you and good night.